It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Age of Radio. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man joining me, as always, my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. We're finally back again. Yes. We've had some troubles going on around the house, so it's kind of been kind of hard to do some some podcasts, yep. so happy to be back. Yes, sir. A little hectic. Vacation time is finally over. It's time to get down to business. Yes, sir. So we're back. So we are bringing you another football talk, and boy, how do we got a lot to cover, and we're going to try to get it done in a decent amount of time, so y'all won't go, okay, we're bored, we're leaving you. <laughs> yeah. You ready, Sal? Let's do it. All right, first up in the NFL standings, how they finished after the wild weekend that we just had in the AFC East. Your Buffalo Bills are now the defending, reigning, Super Bowl contending AFC East champions at 11-6. and six. The Patriots finished right behind them at 10-7, and 7, making the playoffs. The Dolphins couldn't quite get to the playoffs, but finished 9-8. and 8. And the Jets, well, they jetted and were 4-13. In the AFC North, this was really tight, surprisingly tight. Um, the Steelers gave it all they got, but that tie, unfortunately, kind of ended up costing them late. And the Bengals would retain the division at 10-7. Winning that division for the first time, I think, since 2015, I believe it was. It's been a while for the Bengals. Steelers finished 9-7-1. and The Browns and Ravens both finished 8-9 and missing the playoffs. Steelers, we're going to talk about barely surviving to get in. 
Yes, barely surviving. <laughs> Boy, howdy, was it worth every second of it in that game? I don't know about that, but we'll get to it, though. <laughs> in the AFC South, the Titans got everything they needed from the Texans and uh, managed to win to be your number one seed in the AFC, uh, winning twelve, uh, winning at 12-5 and five record in AFC South champs. The Colts finished 9-8, but... Couldn't get to the playoffs because <laughs> they lost to the Jaguars. That's funny. Yeah. Texans finished four and thirteen. Jaguars three and fourteen with that win over the Colts. In the AFC West, the Chiefs had to survive the Broncos to even have a chance at the number one seed on Saturday, finishing twelve and five. The Raiders won an overtime thriller. We'll talk about that against the Chargers, finishing ten and seven and just squeaking into the playoffs themselves. Chargers finishing 9-8, needed that win or a tie to get in, and just couldn't quite do it with a possible error on the coaching staff. Broncos finished 7-10, missing the playoffs, and dumping their head coach. In the NFC, the Cowboys, how about them Cowboys? NFC East champs, well, when you play in such a crappy division, you should just win the division, so there you go. Of course, it's not as crappy as the NFC North was. We'll get to that. In you a can say anything and what about the division? But they were twelve and five, bro. Yeah, I, six and zero against the division, six and five against everybody else. But still, six and zero against the division, six and five against but you're everybody still else. Six and five against everybody else. You're still winning against everybody else. Barely. Whatever. By a game. <laughs> Still. Anyways, your surprisingly accurate pick. I don't know if you got the record exactly right, but you were close. Better than I had the Eagles finished 9-8, and eight, and they did make the playoff because of that 9-8 and eight record. The Washington football team, who I actually picked with win the division, uh, stumbled to a 7-10 and 10 record. And the Giants finished 4-13. and 13. I believe we both had them kind of doing poorly this year, but at times they just didn't even look competent and that was the weird thing honestly to me because this was really yeah this was really Daniel Jones season to to actually shine and 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 prove that he's meant to be their quarterback but yeah and they got him some more weapons in the offseason now they got Tooney in the draft they got Kenny Galladay in free agency you know they got you and they got some weapons but oh that was just yeah not good um, and they fired their head coach today, which we'll talk about, and also their GM, quote-unquote, retired. In the <laughs> AFC North, the actual worst division in uh, the NFL this year, the Packers easily rolled that division at 13-4, and four, taking the number one seed. The Vikings finished 8-9 and nine with a nice win over the Bears. Still ceremoniously dumped their head coach and general manager. Their rival Bears doing the same thing after finishing 6-11. and 11. The Lions beat the Packers. Of course, Aaron Rodgers didn't really play for very long and finished 13-3-1. So not too bad. The Lions did a little bit better than I think even some expected because they didn't. a lot of people didn't understand the hiring of Dan Campbell. Um, they really lost a lot of games by a possession, barely any points. So really, if you get a couple of those, you could probably be talking about a 6-3. You know, Six and ten and one team, anything. I mean, I mean, they did take the Steelers to overtime, almost pulled it off. 
and end up in a tie. So, I mean, yeah. it's not like they were so bad. It's, they lost a lot of heartbreakers. In the NFC South Division, the Buccaneers are your new champs of that division as the Saints, of course, didn't have um, solid quarterback play all year, so the Buccaneers were able to take the division at 13-4. and The Saints finished 9-8, and needing the Niners to be beat by the Rams to make it to the playoffs. However, the Niners took care of business in Los Angeles, which we'll talk about in a, in a moment, and uh, finished 10-7, um, and 7. so the, the Saints were knocked out of the playoffs. Uh, Falcons uh, lost to those Saints, dropping to seven and ten, and the Panthers finished five and twelve. Um, one of the surprising teams that didn't fire their head coach, I would say, because at five and twelve and kind of still not looking that great and not really knowing what to do at quarterback, kind of makes you wonder what's going on there in Carolina. And then the NFC West, the Rams, thanks to the Seahawks, took the division title at twelve and five. The Cardinals losing to the Seahawks on the last day, finished 11-6. 49ers, despite sweeping the Rams and beating them on Sunday, finished 10-7, making the playoffs. And the uh, Seahawks, after it was looking really bad there, at least got up to 7-10, I could say, because for a point there, it was really looking bad for the Seahawks. So. Yeah, it was. Um, another team that I'm kind of surprised held on to their coach because I'm kind of not buying Pete Carroll right now as a coach anymore. He doesn't seem to have a total um, control of his locker room. and seems to be kind of getting really divided in, in uh, Seattle right now. Yeah, Especially between him and the quarterback. We're so. starting to see things uh, implode. Right. Alright, sir. We got a little college football to talk about. So despite being forced into an SEC title rematch of Georgia versus Alabama... We actually had a good game <laughs> for more than, but for more than half the game, though we as fans were punished with a defensive struggle as teams tri- uh, tried to figure each other out. Halftime was nine to six. It was so freaking boring. The game began to shift though to Georgia after a blocked field goal kept Alabama off the board and prevented Georgia from being down six. They would drive down and get the go-ahead touchdown. Bama would kick another field goal and make it a one-point game. From there, Georgia started putting pressure on Bryce Young, and the young quarterback would eventually falter with a devastating pick six, which pick six would seal the victory for the Dogs. Georgia has won its first national title in 42 years, so enjoy and cherish it, Dogs fans. You guys earned this one. Go Dogs, man! Mm-hmm. 42 years since they've got a title. That's that's crazy, but it, it's finally nice to see somebody else. The national champion. Mm-hmm. I think everybody was a dog fan that night. I, I, yeah, I was really rooting for the dogs just because I was sick and tired. I'm sick and tired of Bama, but I was also kind of part of part of part of the population that was really not looking forward to seeing a rematch of the SEC title game in the championship game. Yeah, um, it was a little redundant, um, and I didn't really think that the dogs were going to be able to pull it off because we've seen the game before. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that they did this and it was a defensive struggle mm-hmm. in the beginning of the game, that's that says a lot, dude. And and check this out. Mm-hmm. Where's their defensive coordinator going? To be a head coach. At the University of Oregon, baby. He's a yeah, coach. that's what's up. Quack, quack. Quack, baby. quack, baby. I can't wait. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to that. 
Uh, I'm not looking forward to is actually have to play now the defending national champions the first game of the year next year. Yeah, it's in Atlanta, by the way. So it's basically a home game for so the dogs. So pretty much the dogs are gonna destroy the ducks, and you know it is what it is. Maybe we'll go see it though. I'd like to still go watch. I'd like to go watch too because one, we can still get Chick Fil A at the stadium because it's gonna be on a Saturday, yeah, a Sunday, so it'll be open. <laughs> For one, and two, it's Atlanta and it's their new stadium, so I'd love to be able to check it out. So, and plus, we've never been to a game in Atlanta, and I've only driven through Atlanta. So, yeah, I'd like to actually go visit. We've got some family that way, so we might be able yeah. to make it happen, Captain. Yes, sir. Honestly, I still would have rather seen that game in the conference. I mean, not the conference, the national championship semifinal, so that way we could have at least had either Georgia or Alabama versus either yeah. Michigan Some- or Cincinnati. Somebody knew, man. Like it was like it was like deja vu all over again, and yeah. we were thinking, oh man, it's just going to be another blowout. You know, Bama's going to repeat what they just did to them, and it's not even going to be fair, but. They made it a pretty damn good game, dude. I mean, it was kind of boring, but it is what it is. Well, I was I just appreciate that the defense actually stepped up like they had all year yeah. before the SEC championship game. It's like, finally, where was that defense in the SEC championship game so we wouldn't have even had Bama in the playoff? Yeah. Just saying, it would have been nice, you know. You know whatever. But. Then we would have just rooted for the dogs all the way through, but, you know, it is what it is. It depends on who was still available. I mean, I don't think Cincinnati was going to win it, but it still would have been nice to have somebody. Anybody's just like, oh, my God. Anything! But, yeah, so, Georgia Bulldogs, you have earned that one. You deserve it. Go, dogs. And uh, good luck to everybody who's moving on with their careers and also for the program as they get ready to defend that title next year. It's definitely going to be interesting, bro. It will be. So the NFL had our attention once again with a only settled playoff spot belonging to the Green Bay Packers who had already locked up the one seed in the NFC. The league gave us two games on Saturday. However, the Eagles, who already were in the playoffs, didn't mind set, uh, sitting key players and possibly ending up with the seventh seed. That's exactly what happened as they got rolled by the Cowboys 51-26. Cowboys actually had something to play for as they were trying to buy for a possible two seed. So they were playing pretty much anybody and everybody. So I'm like, you rolled the Eagles 51-26 and you all over here like, yeah, we're division champs and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. I seen the memes, dude. The memes that went around were hilarious. The dude without his shirt on, big old, big old boy. <sighs> what are you doing, boys? Yeah. Hey, come on. One, you, had one, you played in one of the worst divisions in the league. Two, the Eagles sat everybody. Pretty much that mattered. So, I wasn't buying that. Let's see how you handle the playoffs. Because yeah. that's where you suck since 1996. Just saying. Ooh. Well, Ooh. when's the last time they've been even to the Just NFC stir the pot, brother. Stir well, the pot. When's the last time they've even been to the NFC championship game, let alone the Super Bowl? True story. So. All right, the Chiefs and Broncos were the better game on Saturday as the Chiefs were trying to force the Titans' hand on Sunday by beating the Broncos and keeping pace for the number one seed in the AFC. The Chiefs had lost. The Titans would have then locked it up already. They would have sat some people instead of playing almost everybody they needed to keep the number one seed. So, let's see here. 
Uh, the Broncos, of course, were determined to play spoilers, even though their season was basically over at this point. But to cost the Chiefs and get the win would end the season right for them. However, an 86-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown by Chiefs rookie uh, linebacker Nick Bolton would be the difference in a 28-24 win for the Chiefs, forcing the Titans to have to beat the Texans on Sunday. Yeah, man. This made for interesting football all weekend, dude. It sure did. It was crazy. It was just nuts. It was, and we got more to talk about. Here we go. On Sunday, the Titans, knowing that they needed to beat the Texans to maintain their hold on the number one seed, needed to play their key players. The Texans, though, wanted to play spoiler and nearly was able to pull off the upset as they gave Titans fits all game long, but eventually fell 28-25. to That game was insane. I couldn't even believe the Texans were in it. At the right? End. You, you figured they'd roll them, but I guess not. I know. It was kind of like, kind of like eh, Titans, you barely beat the Texans to, get, to keep your number one spot? I have a bad feeling about what's going to happen in the playoffs. Just saying. History's not on your side right now. All right, so the Colts were in a win-in-their-in scenario against the Jaguars for making the playoffs. History, however, was not on their side as they had not won in in Jacksonville since 2014. This would be the case once again as the Jaguars actually would play the role of spoilers and ended the Colts' season with a 26-11 victory. Dude, what what about... Trevor Lawrence in this game, man. He was on point. He was. He was finally looking like the true number one overall pick that everybody believed him to be. I can't wait to see what an actual coach that doesn't have an egotistical problem, like what the last one did, um, what that will end up doing for him. Yeah, definitely, dude. I think that, uh, you know, when you are in a locker room full of men, you have to respect yeah, who they are. And if you can't, re- you know coach somebody respectfully then you're out the door yeah. just as quick as you came in so that that uh bully tactics works on 18 19 20 year olds it doesn't work on men with mortgages families and making a living yeah at this job it doesn't work that way that's no. not gonna work it works in college it can work in high school but it well, ain't gonna work I don't think it'll work for, for Urban Meyer ever again dude yeah, he probably. I, I don't think, think he's his, gonna. His career is shot now that he did what he did. He'll so. be. He'll be thankful he'll be if he get. He'll be thankful if he gets to be a, a, a football analyst again on any network. Basically, yeah. is where he's looking at going now. He'll be lucky if he ever gets a coaching job again, college or pro. Maybe a high school just to have the name might do it, but college level. Um, I, I guess I could probably see a Division Two team that could use him. Maybe, yeah, but I but mean, big time but coach football. At the no. same time, you're thinking too: Is this the man I want to coach my kid? You know what I mean? True. Like I, the bully tactic. Yeah, it's always been a part of football, and coaches have always done it. But we're moving into a new era where you have to kind of watch what you do with with. Kids with everyone, and it is what it is, man. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So the Steelers were the potential benefactor of that Colts loss, though, as long as they could beat the Ravens on the road. The game would go into overtime, and the Steelers would gamble a bit on fourth down and long to try to get closer for their kicker. Roethlisberger mustered up enough of a throw to convert the fourth down, 
and the Steelers would hit the game-winning field goal to win 16-13. Thank you, Boz. All right. Then they would just need the Chargers-Raider game not to end in a tie to make the playoffs. Well, it sure seemed like those two teams were going to give the Steelers and their fans a heart attack. Uh, That they about did. Um, I can tell you that I watched this game and I was... I was uh, about ready to throw up at the end of it. I was kind of like, oh my God, dude, no. Well, it got to the point here where the Raiders were up 15 points with 8.23 left in the fourth quarter and looked like they were in total control. You and I went our separate ways at that point. I went to my room. You went to your room. We're thinking this is over. You're a happy Steelers fan in the playoffs. I just went ahead and put it on for background noise while I was playing Madden. Yeah. And then I keep hearing... The t- Chargers keep driving. Chargers keep driving. Keeping it going. Hey, Raiders. T- no, Chargers. Chargers. Because the Raiders were in the oh, lead. Oh, that's right. That's right. They were playing against the Chargers. Yeah. The Chargers kept coming back. Coming back. Coming back. And then all of a sudden, touchdown. It's a freaking one possession game. As they also converted to... I'm like, bro, <laughs> you might want to turn this back on. <laughs> and you're like, is it really? And I go, yes. <laughs> And then it happens. Then get a stop, get the ball back. Justin Herbert leads him down, throws a on fourth down, a game-tying touchdown. What the hell just happened? We just went into overtime at 29. Yeah. Both teams would trade field goals in overtime, and it appeared that they were actually destined to end this game in a tie, which would have put both teams in the playoffs and effectively eliminating the Steelers. Derek Carr, however, would lead the team on a drive, and time continued with Drindle down. Then on third down and about four on the clock ticking down, the play clock at five seconds, the Chargers would call timeout. They claimed it was to get better personnel on the field to stop the run. The Raiders would still run the ball and got the first down, which put them in good field goal range. Daniel Carlson's kick would send the Raiders and Steelers into the playoffs and sent rival Chargers home. Herbert, for what it's worth, though, was a perfect 4-for-4 four four with a touchdown on fourth downs in the fourth quarter and overtime. But damn, bro. Just crazy. 35-32 in overtime. Yeah. It wasn't at all what what I was expecting, and it was a badass kick. It was pretty long, too. What was it, like 47? Yeah, it was about 47-yard field goal. Yeah, yeah so I was kind of, like, freaking going, oh, God, please make this. Oh, and God. then it started fading to the right a little bit towards at the end, too. Yeah, it was like, it, oh, God, is he going to hit the upright? And he just kept, yeah, it had it, enough it space, but it just, like. barely made it, and you're like, I'm like Ooh. oh, thank God. I was like, oh, that kind of faded to the right a little bit. But I can then t- I, I messaged you. I was like, Daniel Carlson will never have to buy a buy food or drinks again in the city of Pittsburgh after that. I can guarantee it, dude. I can guarantee it. <laughs> but man, that was an unbelievable game. I, I was just like, how do you how do you have that? Just be like that. It's just like my God. Everything that seemed to go the that way just seemed like it was destined to go that way, and. Luckily for the Steelers, after the mild uh, cardiac arrest that they all suffered from, are in the playoffs. <laughs> all right, so in the NFC, the Rams could lock up the number two seed in the NFC West Division with a win over hated rival 49ers, who beat the Rams five straight times since acquiring Jimmy Garoppolo. The Rams did hold a 17-3 lead at halftime, and the team was undefeated with Sean McVay as head coach when leading at the half with a 45-0 record. However, in the second half, the 49ers would clamp down on the Rams' offense, only giving up one more touchdown the rest of the way. 
and outscored the Rams 24-7 in the second half. The win secured the 49ers the playoff spot and officially eliminating the Saints despite the Saints beating the Falcons earlier in the day. The Rams would win the division, uh, would still win the division thanks to the Seahawks upsetting the Cardinals 38-30 in Arizona. So it's we already knew we were in the playoff. We had that guarantee. But we went from possibly winning the division and the two seed to almost ending up on the road. But thank God for the Seahawks pulling it together and beating the Cardinals for us. But damn, dude. I don't know. The Niners got our number, and it's not looking good. Yeah, it's not good at all, bro. I don't know what's going on with this. Um, the only good thing I can say for you guys is Garoppolo might be out. Soon he might be out of San Francisco, so that might be your only saving grace. I've also seen us lose to Nick Mullins with Kyle Shanahan, so not really that thrilled. Yeah, so just saying. Uh, I don't know, bro. It's uh, it's and it's stupid because it's like it's the only game they feel like showing up for. Really, yeah, it's. If, if they seriously played us for 17 games, they'd probably go 17-0 and because it's the only game they actually care to show up for. Yeah. They always show up for that. Their best games are always against us. They have games where you're just like, oh, yeah, you should win that, and then they lose, and you're just like, how did you lose that game? What the hell is that? Yeah. It was just crazy. All right, the Buccaneers would take care of the Panthers at home 41-17 and end up the two-seed with the Rams' loss and having the tiebreaker of head-to-head over the Cowboys, who had won on Saturday. So, that sets up the NFC. We'll talk about playoffs in just a second, but first we're going to quickly discuss Black Monday in the NFL. The Broncos got an early start to their, uh, to the Black Monday actually on Sunday after their game would be on Saturday when they fired Vic Fangio. Division rivals, Bron- uh, sorry, not Broncos, Vikings and Bears fired both of their GMs and head coaches. The surprise firing, though, came from Miami, as the Dolphins fired head coach Brian Flores. That is despite winning eight of their last nine games and sporting a 4-2 record against the Patriots, the best record of any former assistant of head coach Bill Belichick while at New England. Rumor of the, on the firing was that Flores was hard to deal with and also reports that he didn't want Tua while the GM did. Flores preferred Herbert and the team decided to move on from Flores rather than the GM. The Giants GM retired, quote-unquote, after poorly rebuilding the roster, and it was announced today that the team has also fired head coach Joe Judge to allow the new GM to pick his own new head coach. So anything out of that Black Monday that kind of... Yeah, the Dolphins head coach, dude. I mean, mean, this could be a good sign for Jacksonville, maybe? Could be. Um, But I don't know. Because they need something. That defense was been god awful at times so it's just kind of crazy um other than that honestly uh yeah with the giants you you could see it i mean there's there's no there's no like why did that happen yeah i guess if i had to say that there was kind of a surprise mike zimmer was kind of strapped to getting Kirk cousins he was not really the because he's the defensive guy, so he doesn't really care who his quarterback is. So he just wants their offense to do better than what it has been doing, and so he's been just kind of saddled with Kirk Cousins. So it's not really, I really don't think it's his fault. Yeah, 
as much it is as the team deciding, hey, Kirk Cousins is the best option we have for quarterback. No. Not really. But, yeah, the I honestly, I would have fired the GM because whether we like it or not, Tua is not as good as we thought he was going to be. And it seems like it's going to be a while if he can even come close to that. And it's just kind of hard to watch. Well, the, the thing that, that sucks for Tua is we all know he is talented. Oh. But when you're thrusted into a shitty-ass team, you're just kind of stuck there. I mean, we're seeing it right now with Trevor Lawrence. True. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Honestly, though, Jacksonville, even though I would like to see Jacksonville... I'm actually Flores, happy for Herbert. I will say that. I'm happy for Herbert. Because, I mean, he's finally, he's with a team that, that actually can get him somewhere. Yeah, but he's also talented enough where he can probably have improved the Dolphins a lot. Yeah, maybe. So, I just would like to see the Jaguars make sure they get a good offensive-minded guy in there to help um, Trevor. Because if they don't, they can be... Bad for Trevor. Yeah, definitely. All right, so let's talk some playoffs. Let's do it. Starting with the AFC playoff matches for Super Wild Card Weekend, number seven Steelers will take on number two Chiefs. Number six Patriots will take on number three Bills. Number five Raiders will take on the number four Bengals. Lowest remaining seed will go to Tennessee to face the Titans in the division round. In the NFC, the Eagles will take on the Buccaneers. Uh, the number six 49ers will take on the number three Cowboys, and the number five Cardinals will take on the number four Rams. Interesting enough, this is actually going to be the first wild card playoff game or playoff game period that will be featured on Monday Night Football. Cardinals and Rams got the honor of being the first one. I kind of feel bad for my Rams because we'll probably end up, if we actually winning, ended up playing in Tampa because I have a feeling it's going to go chalk on that one and. Uh, We'll probably end up playing like on Saturday or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So we'll have less time than everybody else. The playoff schedule is kind of iffy. Yeah. All right. So, Cooper, you had a couple surprises in your playoff predictions. So, let's talk about it. Let's go. So you had the Steelers beating the Chiefs. Then you had the Patriots beating the Bills. And then you had the Raiders beating the Bengals. Though you started with the Bengals, then flipped over to the Raiders. Because you don't seem to trust the Bengals. Plus, they're also a division rival, so I think you can also hate the Bengals. Yeah. So that's kind of why. And you just think the Raiders have something going on. I can see that. Yeah. I can actually see that. The only one I can't really see, I'm sorry, is I know you're pulling from because it's your team. I just can't see this. Steelers beating the Chiefs in, in era. The only reason why I said that was because they are my team. I know. I, I've got to stay loyal. But to be honest, the Chiefs are probably going to get it, dude. Probably. I mean, that's just... It's it's Patrick Mahomes, man. It's <laughs> it's it's Kelsey. Come on. Right. You know what I mean? And I don't know if, if the Steelers defense can stop that off. So, but you know, I yeah, mean, need TJ Watt to just wreck it. TJ Watt, dude, wreck it. Yeah, if he wrecks it, you got a shot. Yeah, my only problem is, is the shot fighter you have at quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but it will. Yeah, 
Um, for me, on the AFC side on the wildcard weekend, I have the Chiefs. I think the Bills will actually manage to beat the Patriots. And then I actually do think the Bengals will beat the Raiders. But I think the Raiders are going to make sure it's close. I don't think it's going to be a huge blowout. It may come down to the Bengals needing McPherson to hit a game-winning field goal for them. Um, and then, so you would have then the Steelers taking on the Titans, Patriots taking on the Raiders. So because of that, you actually have the Raiders going back home to Vegas to take on the Patriots as they are the better seed. So they will actually get a home game due to that. And then the Chiefs are at Titans. Um, I believe you had... Uh, didn't you say you had the Chiefs over the Titans? Yes. You did. And then uh, you had the... I'm sorry, you had the Steelers taking on the Titans. You had the t- Steelers beating the Titans. My bad. Oh, okay. I had it wrong. So yeah, the Steelers right. Titans. Because yes. I had them beating the Chiefs, which yes, probably not going to happen. But anyway. Which then you still have the Steelers making it to the AFC Championship game as they would beat the Titans on the road in Tennessee. Not sure how you're going to slow down the angry motherfucker who's coming back. From injury, unless it's injury, his injury keeps him slowed down, and Derrick Henry. And then you have the Raiders upsetting the Patriots. And I agree with you in this one. If the Patriots do move on, whether they're facing the Bengals or the Raiders, if they do win, I just don't see them making the Super Bowl because of Mac Jones being a rookie. I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I just so don't see it. If the Raiders do move on and they do get to host the Patriots, yeah, I can see that. They can probably beat the Patriots in Vegas because Mac Jones just won't be ready for that. Um, uh, that's why I also kind of think the Bills are going to win this game because I don't think Mac Jones is going to be ready for the playoffs, period, at this point. But it is what it is. I also kind of can see where your point is. It's Bill Belichick. He knows the Bills. It's not out of the realm of possibility at all. No, it's not. So <laughs> I get where you're coming from on that one. Um, so your title game will be Steelers Raiders. We'll talk about that in just a second. So I had Chiefs, Bills, Bengals. So that means I have the Bengals facing the Titans. Chiefs happen to face the Bills at home. Um, I believe the Chiefs will beat the Bills, and then I have the Titans beating. The Bengals, only because of Derrick Henry. Um, and then, you know, the Ch- Kansas City will have to come down to Nashville. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, then you have the Raiders upsetting your Steelers, because I would think at this point it has to be an upset, because I just don't see how the Raiders get this far. But you also had the C- uh, Eagles doing better than I did, so can't say you're technically going to be wrong yet until we get to this point. Um, so you have the AFC champion as the Raiders. The real, the real thing is we need to go back and look at who we chose at the beginning of all this and see what happens. Uh, I think I still got chalk on mine. Um, I, when we'll talk about it when we get to that point. All right. So in mine, I have the Chiefs beating the Titans, even though it's going to be Titans at home. I just think the offense of the Kansas City Chiefs is going to be enough for them to, um, even though I still think he's coming back and he's going to be coming back with an angry running capabilities of Derrick Henry, I think their Chiefs offense will do enough to win. We've already seen them do it against the Titans. Oh, yeah. 
and they came back down against the Titans. So I, I just can't, I just can't pick them to beat the Chiefs. So be my Chiefs as my representative. Okay, so we're gonna go back to the NFC side and get to our super, our NFC champions. So that way we have our Super Bowl picks. All right, so you had both of us agree the Buccaneers will probably dismantle the Eagles. Um, you have the Cowboys beating the Niners. And then you had the Rams beating the Cardinals. I have a hard time picking the Cowboys to do anything in the fucking playoffs. So I'm actually picking the Niners. I don't want to. I just have this... I can't trust Dallas to win shit, honestly. And I'm sick and tired of Dallas anyway, so... There you go. Sick and tired of Dallas. They haven't won shit in forever. You're just a hater. I'm tired of the hype of Dallas for 20, what, six years now? We've heard nothing but Dallas is this year. It's their year. It's their year. That's never been your year. It's never going to be your year anymore. Get over it. Tired of it. Bullshit. I am. So I have. We need to hurry this up so Big Bang go get some food. Apparently. Sounds hangry. Already ate dinner. I don't mean up for snacks and dessert. If I had the money for dessert, we'd be eating good. <laughs> dessert. All right. So I have Bucks, Niners, and Rams. Which um, the Niners have to go to Green Bay, and the Rams have to come down here to Tampa. I want to pick us to beat Buccaneers because we did beat them at home earlier this year, and we did beat them last year in Tampa. Just can't do it this time because Matthew Stafford has been giving me heart palpitations all year long, especially the last few weeks. And I have a bad feeling he's going to make some stupid error and it's going to end up costing us against the Buccaneers. And then, uh, let's see here, that leaves me Niners at Packers. I have the Packers winning that. So we get a rematch of the NFC title game from last year of Buccaneers-Packers. I think this time, though, Packers hold on and make it to the Super Bowl finally. So you have... Yeah, and then they're going to let their freaking quarterback go next year. (laughs) So you have Raiders-Buccaneers in the Super Bowl. I have Chiefs-Packers. Cooper, you're picking the Raiders to pull off this miracle run. Hey, man. Hey, man. Derek Carr, down the stretch, he has had ice in his veins, brother. That's true. This this kid is, he's crazy. Mm -hmm. So, if if they could make it, I think it would be awesome. I I agree with that because it's been... It's like a Cinderella story. I guess that's what I like because this is the other thing, and we're going to talk about this more in the offseason, because if you you made the playoffs for one, when you no one thought you were even going to do anything after Gruden had to resign over what well, we both and feel was kind of they, bullshit. And then you guys have had, had problems with players, and yeah. You had a player get into a deadly auto accident where he is now under... Um, going to be going to trial for manslaughter for 
killing a 23-year-old while he was driving a vehicle at a very high rate of speed. Uh, you had a player... Um, you released a player because he got into arguments with coaches. And then you just recently had a player get a, pulled over for a DUI. And you're like, dude, why would you be getting drunk when you know what happened to your teammate earlier in this year? Yeah. You would think you would want nothing to do with alcohol and driving. Some people are just stupid, dude. Then there's that. I'm that, just saying. That's them. just flat out it. They don't care about nobody but themselves. Mm. And they will go out there and be drunk and drive. And yeah. I'm sorry, but I have no respect for people who do that. But now I'm kind of looking at this, though. Do you, do you just keep this coaching staff together? Because this team rallied through all this ad adversity i think so just to make the playoffs for one how can you get rid of this coach now and this coaching staff right right and then if especially if you have them running this miracle you definitely can't get rid of this coaching staff because you'd look like idiots for now oh well thank you for the championship enjoy your vacation and hopefully you land on your feet right because you're gone oh my god I'd be either nice. way dude they've made it to the playoffs I think that they need to give this coaching staff a shot. They made it to the playoffs. they made it to the playoffs. And see, here's the other thing where I can see, also see this for you being right, at least with the Raiders-Bengals game. The Bengals haven't won a playoff game in over 30 years. We're 30 years into a last time the Bengals even won a playoff game. Okay. They're due, but at the same time, the Raiders made the playoffs on a miracle. And so he's just like, well, I mean, they just had to not lose, basically. I'm just saying. Well, he said the same thing with the Steelers, but the thing is with the Steelers is Big Ben has to have a playoff run like he hasn't had all season. He's yeah. got to be able to be on point, and I just, I, I really don't know if he's got it in him. I don't. Absolutely. Because at least Carr's a young guy. He's got the... And they just did get Darren Warren. So I can see the Raiders at least winning one. If things go their way, they could win two. I, I'm telling you, if they got to be the home team and didn't have to go to Buffalo, they got to be the home team against the Patriots if the Steelers pulled off that upset and got to host right. the Patriots at home, there's a good chance they're in the at least in the AFC title game in that aspect, but I'm just saying. But the only thing I worry about is you've got players on that team that are obviously partiers. Yeah. Um, and you know, say you have that home that home game, right? And what if you're too busy the night before out there screwing around? True. On the Vegas Strip, then uh, go play your game and right. and blow it for everybody. Exactly. All right. So, on my side of this prediction, the first time the Super Bowl ever happened in Los Angeles, we had the Chiefs and Packers. 55 or 56 years later, we might have Chiefs-Packers in Los Angeles again. This could be fun. It could be. And I expect the same result. I actually do think the Packers have enough defense to because they were in that game against the Chiefs without Aaron Rodgers. Now they're going to have Aaron Rodgers, and if they can just stay, keep it close, 
they will take care of the Chiefs, I believe. And that, to me, would be a great way for Aaron Rodgers to go out. Whether you leave be a trade, leave because the team decides to release you and you get to choose whatever you want, or you just flat-out retire as a big F you to the organization because you just don't like how they're running shit anymore. Yeah. And the fans... Green Bay fans, are you going to really be mad at the guy who won you another Super Bowl? I bet you they will. They'll be salty as hell. Well, I mean, come on. LeBron James won the Cavaliers a Super Bowl. I mean, an NBA Finals championship. And they were like, oh, you're going to Los Angeles? Okay, bye. Thanks for the championship. They were just mad the first time because he didn't give them the promise he had. I'll win you a championship in in Cleveland. No, you won't because you left to Miami. Then comes back and wins it, and they're like, oh, you're going to L.A.? Okay, cool, bye. Thanks for the title. Yeah. If he gets him another title, you just got to sit there and be like, yeah, okay, you're good. Bye, bro. Hope you enjoy whatever. It's going to be interesting, to say the least. And it's going to make the offseason more fun, too, if they win the Either way this goes, this is going to be a fun, fun time. Mm-hmm. Playoff times, for me, is like, it, it makes you feel like a little kid. Right. I cannot wait for it. It's a little giddy. <laughs> yeah. Especially when your team actually makes the playoffs. And you're like, all right, we have hope. Crap, we got to face Kansas City. <laughs> I'm not really looking forward to playing the Cardinals. They went 8-1 and one on the yeah. road. Yeah. And beat us at home. Yeah, I'm scared because I know that, you know, Ben is not who Ben used to be. And trust me, I respect him. I watched that last home game. Mm-hmm. And I was sad, too, watching him looking around and, Right. His kids come out on the field and his wife, and I'm like, oh, man. Right. I mean, I was happy he got the win. And then the fact that now he gets to go into the playoffs, mm-hmm. I'm like, good for you, bro. Good right. for you. So it's definitely going to make things interesting. So either way, I mean, if you go out in the playoffs, you go out in the playoffs, bro. Right. That, that's, you know. It's hard to be able to make it to the Super Bowl and go out that way as a champion. It's hard. Yeah. Look at Peyton Manning. They barely... That defense in Denver literally carried that team to the Super Bowl and then won that Super Bowl literally as they shut down Cam Newton and the Panthers. Yeah. So it's hard. It's We can't all have the John Elway because I still had a few years left, but I just can't. My body says no. Unfortunately, Big Ben, your few years were ago, years ago. Yeah, I was already... Clamoring for him to be gone after they lost to Jacksonville a couple of years ago. I just when he I like, mean when somebody flat out comes out and says maybe I don't have it in me anymore and I should retire after I threw threw five picks. You might have probably should have just done it then. Yeah. Right after the season's like you know what maybe I really just don't got it anymore. But anyway, so yeah, so it's gonna be interesting. Can't wait for the playoffs to get commencing this weekend. Looking forward to it, absolutely. It's going to be fun. And we'll be here. And we will be enjoying it. Uh, so we'll be back again on Thursday with AEW Talk. we got a lot to catch up on with that. That's been Yes, we do. It's crazy. Been crazy, man. How do you have an interim TNT champion? I don't know uh, yeah. how that works, but you did. And I'm just, like, confused. And I'm like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, I mean, me as a... As, uh, a long-time wrestling fan, I don't believe in interim anything. That's just bullshit. But that's just me. Like interim general managers. Yeah. On Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Ran by a freaking computer. With John Laurinaitis. 
What the hell was that? Anyways. Yeah. So. John Laurinaitis. Ugh. Anyways, before I have a panic attack over that crap. <laughs> Alright, so then we'll have that. Then Saturday we'll have some WWE talk because we got some weird things happening there as we're getting ready yeah, for the Royal Rumble. We've actually got to catch up on a lot with WWE right now. See, they had that day one pay-per-view. Yep. Uh, yes, sir. We're going to talk about it and the fallout from that. And then, of course, we also have basketball talk. we got a lot to catch up on basketball talk, too. Some things have been happening there. Uh, the rise and sudden fall, free fall again of the Lakers. Yep. <laughs> we had a little bit of a little bit of a, and go, What happened? That Memphis happened. That's what happened. Memphis was one of the hottest teams lately. <sighs> Anyways. <laughs> Crazy. Chicago was also one of the hottest teams, too. They're, by the way, number one in the conference in the Eastern Conference. Crazy, right? I don't know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Crazy stuff. And they're talking in baseball soon. Soon. We may have an update on that, too. Hopefully. Sick and tired of them. Walkouts and bullshit. Anyways, so we'll have that. And, of course, we'll recap Super Weekend, Super Wild Card Weekend, next Tuesday. So, that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. Hey everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W I T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.